study scripture in John 10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And this is what the devil always tries to do. He tries to take away our happiness. And so uh, for the next few weeks, we will be looking at this, this series on taking out the trash. There are emotions, there are thoughts, there are feelings that we have that sometimes uh, get in the way of us being able to have a happy life. And so we started last week talking about depression, and we're going to go into it a little bit more today. And in fact, I would suggest to you that this message is actually going to be a teaching message. A lot of points today, and uh, it's a teaching message so that we could be edified. And so um, let us start off with a word of prayer. Let us pray at this time. Heavenly Father, Lord, this is your time. This is your moment. Forgive me of my sins so that your spirit would not be restricted from doing something special. Let the individuals who need to hear this message uh, be able to hear it. Prevent any distractions and let your name be glorified. This we pray, Jesus' name, amen. I love this passage of scripture that we have on the screen, Psalms chapter 3 and verse 3. And this is actually uh, from the New King James Version, and I like how it reads in the New King James Version. It says, but you, Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, the one who lifts my head high. And what we have to understand, when it comes to the God that we serve, we serve a God who can pick our heads up when we're feeling down. Uh, so often the enemy will come and, and he will try to uh, make us think negative thoughts and, 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 and be depressed. But what we have to understand is that we serve a God who could pick our head up high. That's the type of God that we serve. But again, the problem with so many of us today is that the devil will throw all types of thoughts in our head. Uh, the devil will cause us to think that we're not good enough. Uh, the devil will bring up our past. Uh, the devil will make us believe that we're not lovable. Uh, the devil will, will try to bring this negative thought and this negative emotion in our minds. But the believer has to try to take out the trash. I'm reminded, Jenny Allen, uh, in her book, Get Out of Your Head, uh, she tells the story, true story, of how one day, her and her husband, as they were coming home, they were bringing groceries into the house. They left the front door open, and amazingly, a bird flies into their home. And as this bird flies into their home, they knew, of course, this bird, their home was not uh, the residence of this bird. So they tried their best to get the bird out of the house. They tried to catch the bird. They tried to trap the bird. They even got a broom and gently tried to direct the bird out of the house. But no matter how much they tried, no, no matter what they did, they could not get that bird out of their house. 
and, and what she suggests in her book is that sometimes that's the same thing with uh, these negative thoughts and emotions. Uh, that sometimes these negative thoughts and these temptations and uh, these negative emotions that the devil tries to, to, to sway our way, uh, we can't get them out of our head. And the sad reality when it comes to many of us is that we get depressed. We get depressed. And, and I want you to understand, uh, because we talked about this last week, that everybody sometimes gets discouraged. Uh, everybody sometimes goes through a season of depression. And when we looked at the scripture, uh, and we, when you study the Bible, uh, we talked about it last week, that Jeremiah got depressed. Uh, that Moses, at one time, he got discouraged. Uh, that, 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 that Joseph got discouraged. That, that David got discouraged. And maybe, I don't know who I'm talking to, but maybe you're discouraged today. And depression takes place. And, and bear with me today because, because, uh, because depression, you can feel depressed and then you can have depression. Uh, you can feel depressed and you can have depression because some of you think that you have to be clinically uh, uh, labeled depressed to be depressed. Uh, but we're going to get into the message. And, and what you have to understand is that the thoughts that you think are so important. The thoughts that you think are so important, and, and bear with me today, bear with me, and, and what you can do, uh, tech team, and I want to definitely thank uh, Andre and the team upstairs doing a phenomenal job, uh, but, but, but there are thoughts that we sometimes think that, that can impact our life. Now, now, now I, I love this. What you have to understand, and, and you can make this screen big and you can make me smaller uh, for the people so they can see this, is that there is a cycle that happens when it comes to the thoughts that we think. There's a cycle, and I want you to get this. Uh, number one, uh, there are the thoughts that we think. And if you do not watch the thoughts that you think, if you entertain those bad emotions and, and you think about what you've done in times past, what that would do, it would impact our emotions. So the thoughts that you think impact your emotion. And that's why it's very important that you watch the thoughts that you think because it impacts your emotions, but the thoughts that you think not only impact your emotion, but guess what? It influences your behavior. Uh, because uh, you allow the devil uh, to throw these negative thoughts in your head, it will eventually impact your emotions, but not only will your thoughts impact uh, your emotions, not only will your emotions impact your behavior, but what you have to understand, it affects your relationships. How you interact with people uh, is all determined on the thoughts that you think. And sometimes uh, uh, some of us can never have healthy relationships with our fellow church members or our co-workers or romantic relationships or, or, or some, some of us have a messed up marriages because of all because of the thoughts that we think. And then again, the thoughts that you think affect your emotions, they impact your behavior, uh, they impact your uh, relationships, and then it causes consequences. 
And then it's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle because uh, the thoughts that you think affect your emotions. It influences your behavior. It uh, influences your relationships. Then there are consequences. And guess what? Those consequences then cause you to think negative thoughts again. And then you go right back around in the same dreadful circle. And so often we say that you are what you eat. And there's truth to that. So often we say you are what you do. And there's truth to that. But, but the true essence of it all is that you are what you think. You are what you think. And the, the battleground to it all, to your happiness, for your joy, to your peace, is with your thoughts. I, I should have put this in here, and I didn't, but I like John Maxwell. John Maxwell says something very powerful. You cannot control what happens to you, but you can control what happens inside of you. Another quote, another quote uh, that I did put in here, uh, and we've heard this before. You're not what you think you are, but what you think you are. Uh, you're not what you think you are, but what you think you are. And if you don't like those, those philosophers and those authors, I uh, guess where those two individuals got it all from. You know where they got it from? They got it from the Bible because Proverbs 23 verse 7 says, it says, as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. And once again, that you have to understand that for us to have the peace, the joy, the happiness that we want to have, for us not to, to have our behavior go down the wrong direction, we have to watch the thoughts that we think. So going back to this, going back to this, because the problem with many of us is that many of us, we think feelings of depression. Uh, there are many of us who are actually depressed. And, and I want to, if we can, I want to, if we can, I want to look at what are the signs of depression. Again, this is a teaching message. Bear with me. And, and again, tech team, you can put this, the, uh, the slides up big, and you can have me small so that everyone can see this. The signs of depression. And I, and I want us to see what the signs of depression actually are. And so uh, let's, let's go down the list. Is that, number one, uh, feelings down, unhappy, and hopelessness. And if you uh, exhibit uh, any uh, four to five of these for extended time, then you are suffering from the depression. So feeling down, unhappy, or hopeless. Uh, that is one of the signs of depression. Little interests or pleasure in doing things. The things that you used to love to do. The things that you enjoy doing. Uh, when you do them, you don't feel as happy uh, in doing them anymore. Maybe trouble falling asleep. You can't go to sleep or stay asleep or you sleep too much. Uh, your sleep patterns are totally disturbed all because, guess what? Your thoughts. I uh, See, see, you think that you're okay. You think you're okay, but, but, but your body is telling you something otherwise. You don't sleep, have a normal sleep pattern like you used to. You either you can't sleep or you sleep too much. Then another sign is feeling tired or having little energy. Don't have the energy like you used to have. Uh, another, another sign, unfortunately, is poor appetite. Uh, either you overeat 
or, or, or you, you don't eat enough. You, you loo you're losing weight because you're not eating like you should or you're putting on weight. And see, what some of us do, again, the problem is a lot of us, we have uh, defense mechanisms. And, and, and a lot of us, uh, when we don't feel good about uh, one area in our life, you know what we do? We self-medicate. So a lot of times, the reason why people drink is because they're trying to self-medicate. Uh, the reason why sometimes people overeat is because they're self-medicating. They're trying to feel good about themselves, or they're trying to feel good in some type of area. You even have some individuals, the reason why they're always spending money, the reason why they're always buying things, because unknown to them, they're self-medicating trying to feel good about themselves. It's a sign of depression. But, but there are actually more signs, bear with me, and again, if you exhibit any uh, four to five of these symptoms, then, then you may be going through depression. Okay. We went over these. So let's look, signs of depression. So let's look at some signs of depression. Uh, feeling of being a failure or worthless, unlovable or you have strong feelings of guilt. Uh, if you feel like nobody will ever love you, if you feel like a failure, uh, if you feel that you're not good enough, that is a sign of depression. And what you have to understand, I don't care what your educational level is. I don't care what you have accomplished or have not accomplished. You are good enough. A God loved you so much that he died just for you. Don't believe the lie of the enemy. This is a lie from the pits of hell. You are good enough. You are special in the eyes of God. This is a lie from the enemy. And do not listen to this lie when you feel like you're not good enough. Yes, you are good enough. But then another sign, another sign, unfortunately, is difficulty concentrating on things or even making decisions. Uh, it's hard for you to just concentrate. And again, this is just a symptom letting you know that you, you suffer from depression. Again, uh, one of the reasons why we, have, we know we have a cold is why our nose begins to run. We cough. Uh, and these are just symptoms uh, to tell us that there's something wrong with us inside. And see, some of us, we, we, we think that if we just take cold medicine, that would take away the cold. And that doesn't necessarily take away the cold. All that does is take away the symptoms. And for some of us, we do certain things and we self-medicate trying to take away the symptoms, but we don't go to the root cause of the problem. And so uh, difficulty concentr uh, concentrating or doing things, uh, making decisions. But then another sign, another sign is that you're moving slowly or speaking slowly uh, so that other people notice or you're very restless. This is a sign uh, uh, that, that, that possibly you are going through depression. But then another sign uh, that, that some people have is thoughts that you would be better off dead or of hurting yourself in some type of way. Uh, uh, sometimes this is exhibited uh, through thoughts of suicide or again, thoughts that, that uh, this world would be a better place if you were not alive. 
And again, we saw this in scripture because remember, Elijah said to God, Lord, I, I, I'm no better than my fathers. I wish I was not alive. We saw Jonah. He went through this. He even thought that he should not be alive. And, 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 and I don't want you to think worse of yourself just because you're getting those thoughts because unfortunately even the great men and women in scripture through depression. But then what we have to understand, there are also other signs of depression, other signs of depression, uh, gastrointestinal issues. And see what doctors sometimes tell us is that if you're experiencing gastrointestinal issues, that sometimes this is a sign that something is not necessarily going on uh, with your stomach or with your digestion uh, system, but sometimes it's something going on upstairs. Uh, another sign sometimes of depression is that you have anger towards God. It's displaced anger. Uh, you're upset with God, and the reason why you're upset with God is because things are happening in your life that you do not like, and you get angry at God instead of dealing with the issue. Another sign of depression sometimes, another sign of depression is uh, a sense of enjoyment in seeing the discomfort of other people. Uh, sometimes you get happy when you see other people not happy, uh, all because you're unhappy and you have the mentality, if I'm unhappy, everybody needs to be unhappy. This is a sign that you are possibly going through depression. And then another sign, finally, of depression is that you have headaches, muscle aches, body pains with no medical explanation. It's one thing uh, if you have a headache because of a medical reason. It's one thing to feel uh, muscle pains because of a, a medical explanation. But these are unexplainable uh, aches and pains. You have headaches and you don't even know. The doctor can't even explain it. And the reason being is because subconsciously your body is trying to tell you something. There are issues in the subconscious level that consciously your body is trying to tell you that you've got to address the issue. So very quickly again, uh, this is a teaching method, uh, message and we're going to get into how you can deal with depression, but bear with me, bear with me. So let's look at it. There are types of depression and there are basically nine basic types of depression, nine basic types of depression. And what you have to understand, uh, there is major depression, major depression where you experience those symptoms that, that we just went over, major depression and what uh, the, the so-called experts, the psychologists, the psychiatrists, uh, they will call it if they, they see these signs that you have major depression. Uh, then there is atypical depression. Atypical depression. Now, atypical depression is not like uh, major depression because this probably is the one that is the most easily remedied. And atypical depression is that, yes, you go through some of the signs of depression, maybe uh, five uh, out of those uh, 12 uh, symptoms, but, but, but atypical depression is easily solved uh, when you're able to have something good happen to you. Uh, when something good happens to you, then you don't exhibit uh, those symptoms anymore. That's atypical depression. Yes, you go through those symptoms, but when something good finally does happen to you, those symptoms go away. But then there is situational depression. 
Situational depression. In other words, uh, maybe uh, your mother died and now you feel depressed. Maybe uh, you lost your job and now you exhibit those signs of depression. Uh, maybe something that happened to you in the past uh, th that may have even happened uh, 10 years ago, but that incident now has caused you for the last past 10 years, maybe five years, to experience depression. It's situational depression where you can pinpoint it on a specific event and this is what has now caused you to experience these symptoms. Uh, there is, they call it, uh, persistent depressive disorder. In other words, you go through those various different symptoms of depression and you experience these symptoms for more than two years. This is called persistent depressive disorder. Uh, then, then some of us, we know this uh, next disorder, it is bipolar disorder or manic depression, uh, they used to call it, bipolar disorder. In other words, you have high highs that, that, that individuals could be very excited and a lot of energy one moment, but then the, their mood can just go completely down. That's bipolar disorder. What's very interesting is that the next one, they, they call it sad, seasonal affective disorder. Seasonal affective disorder. Now, seasonal affective disorder uh, is, is exactly what it says, is that there are some people that they only exhibit some signs of depression when the seasons change. Now, 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 of course, a lot of us in Florida, we may not suffer from sad because it's always sunny, always warm here uh, in southern uh, uh, South Florida. But, but those who live uh, in colder climates, that when the snow falls, when the leaves fall off of the tree, uh, for some reason or another, they experience seasonal affective uh, depression or disorder. But then... There's another type of depression, and please follow me. It is postpartum depression. Postpartum depression. This is a type of depression that, that, that women uh, who have babies experience, that, that weeks and maybe months even after giving birth, they experience the signs of depression. But there is psycho uh, psychotic depression. Not only do you experience uh, the different signs of depression, but also you have uh, delusions, crazy delusions. Uh, you, you basically have hallucinations. Uh, you are paranoid. Not only do you experience uh, those signs of depression, but these are individuals who will hallucinate and, and have uh, different strong bouts of paranoia. But then there is PMDD. And I'm not going to get into that because I'm not going to get in trouble with the ladies. All right. And so, but that is basically a very strong version of that. But, but let's now look at how. How do we get over depression? Uh, those of you who are going through depression, how do you get over it? Well, uh, the, the first way that you have to get over depression is that you have to develop a healthy lifestyle. You have to develop a healthy lifestyle and, and see the, the sad reality when it comes to many of us, some of us, we believe that to be healthy, uh, it's about running around a track. To be healthy, you need to lift weights. To be healthy, you need to maybe do Pilates. But, but what you have to understand, to live a healthy lifestyle, it's so much more than, than running or walking. Uh, but, but, but to truly be healthy, you've got to eat right. Uh, to be healthy, you've got to watch the substances you put in your body. 
Uh, to be healthy, you've got to get a good night's rest. Uh, to be healthy, you need to take a vacation. To be healthy, you need to take a day off. See, see, even God understood the importance of rest. Because God put it in the Ten Commandments. Six days shall thy labor and do all thy work. But on the seventh day, thou shalt rest. That, 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 it is very important, brothers and sisters, that if you want to exhibit a healthy lifestyle, you've got to exercise. You've got to eat right. You've got to sleep. You've got to take a day off. Even Jesus, when he walked this earth, he, he said to his disciples, when they were always in ministry, listen, 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 come rest a while. This is what God, this is what Jesus said to his disciples. Come, let us rest a while. And I don't know who I'm talking to today. Maybe you are experiencing a season of your life of depression where you need to rest a while. And so you have to exhibit a a healthy lifestyle but not only must you exhibit a healthy lifestyle but what you have to do to get out of this rut of depression is that you have to develop a, uh, a routine a daily routine and again the problem with many of us is that uh, when we start to feel feelings of depression our life begins to stop for us uh, we don't uh, do the things that we used to do. We don't want to get out of the bed if we, we could help it. Uh, we don't do the certain uh, things that we, we used to do, but you have to maintain a daily routine, right? At 6 a.m., I'm going to do this. At, at 7 a.m., I'm going to do this. At, at 12 p.m., I'm going to do this. At 8 p.m., I'm going to do this. When you are experiencing uh, depressive thoughts and you're going through a season in your life where you're experiencing depression, you've got to get a daily routine. Uh, you've got to do something. And, and, and this is very important. And, and this is, is, is key for you to get out of the rut that you're in. Not only must you have a daily routine, but what's very key is that you've got to challenge the negative thoughts. Because those negative thoughts are going to come your way again. Those thoughts of what you did in the past, that big mistake that happened, uh, that, that tragedy that took place in your life, uh, that, 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 that uh, event that happened that, that, that has caused this depression in your life. And sometimes the devil will come and he will whisper things in your ear. And, and what you have to do, you've got to challenge those thoughts. I love uh, the book Desire of Ages, the pen of inspiration, uh, said something very powerful when John the Baptist was arrested and, and it was soon for him to be beheaded. Uh, what the, the pen of inspiration says is that the devil himself whispered uh, uh, depressive things in the ears of John the Baptist. And what you have to understand, that when those, those whispers from the enemy comes, don't believe those lies. You've got to challenge those negative thoughts. Uh, you've got to challenge them, and you've got to say, no, devil, this is not true. No, enemy, that God loves me. Uh, no, Satan, I, I will not believe the lies from hell. I believe God's word. I'm going to stand on the word of God. And when those depressive thoughts come, you've got to challenge those thoughts. You've got to challenge those thoughts. You cannot listen to the lie of the enemy. Those lies will come, but you've got to challenge 
those thoughts that come your way. Next one, I know this one is going to be very controversial, and some of you, uh, I know that, that, that we can be Pharisees sometimes, but this next one is going to be interesting. But when you are experiencing depression in your life, when you're experiencing depression and it gets really bad, really bad, I want you to understand something. Don't. Don't rush to or rule out medication. Now, I know that some of you are probably saying, and of course, there's such a stigma sometimes on depression, and there's such a, a stigma sometimes on medication, and, and there's some individuals who maybe you're uh, struggling with schizophrenia, maybe you're struggling uh, with a bipolar disorder, and you don't want to take any type of medicine. And what you have to understand, again, don't rush to it. Try to do all of these steps that I'm trying to tell you to do, but don't uh, try to do those first before you take any medicine, uh, but, but don't rule out taking medicine or medication uh, what what you have to understand what you have to understand is, is that 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 this is a sinful world and in this world there are people uh, take for instance those individuals who uh, were born with type 1 diabetes that means their body does not produce insulin they now have to take insulin for the rest of their life are they less than anybody take insulin no uh, because because uh, this is the world that we live in. There's some individuals who have major issues with their thyroids and they have to take medicine for the rest of their life. Are they less than a person because they have to take any type of medication? Uh, there are individuals who have to take other types of medication. They have heart problems. And the only thing that can help re uh, regulate it is medication. And, and if it's okay for the person who's diabetic to take medication. If it's okay for the person who has thyroid issues to take medication. If it's okay for the person who has heart problems to take medication. There's nothing wrong with taking medication if you have a major uh, psychological issues. So don't rush to, again, don't rush to it if you don't have to, but don't rule out medication. But then what's very, very key, what's very key, another issue today, another issue today when it comes to depression and how you're able to get over depression is friendship. It's friendship. No man or woman is an island. And when life is difficult, when things are rough and you feel lonely, when you feel depressed, uh, don't rule out friendship. Don't rule it out. Think about it. Think about it. Uh, uh, Paul, and, and go back and read it uh, in, in the book of Acts, uh, that, that, that Paul had friends. The Bible says that Paul was stoned, he was shipwrecked, he was snake-bitten, he was uh, beaten, he was flogged. Uh, he had all of these bad things happen to him. And even though he had all these bad things happening to him, at one point or another, he had Silas in his life. At one point or another, he had Barnabas in his life. In uh, a lot of points, if you look at the book of Acts, there is a friend called Aristarchus, who was a friend of Paul, who would accompany him. And Paul even said that Aristarchus is a great value to me. Uh, when you look at Job, Job, Job had a tough time in his life. And guess what? His friends came to try to encourage him. 
Now, now, it may not be the greatest example with Job because I know his friends, you know, they, they, they started to discourage him with some of the things that they, they said and did. But even uh, Job, when he went through the fire, he had friends. Even Jesus, our Savior, uh, every time there was a pivotal time in, in, in his, his ministry, when he went to the Mount of Transfiguration, guess what? His three closest disciples was with him. Uh, when he went uh, on the verge of, of going to the cross and dying for, for, for your sins and my sins, uh, he had three trusted disciples to come with him, even during those trying times. What you have to understand is that friendship is necessary. Uh, you, no man or woman is an island. But then what you have to understand, number six, you got to take on new responsibilities. When you are going through a season of depression, again, the problem with us is that many of us, we like to get in our little pity party. We like to feel bad for ourselves. We like to say, oh, Lord, why me, Lord? And life begins to stop. But what you have to sometimes do is that when uh, you go through a season of depression, you need to take on new responsibilities. You need to try to take the focus off of yourself. And what you need to do with these new responsibilities is help somebody else. Uh, you need to help somebody else. Now, now, now again, what's very fascinating, amazing, is that, that uh, uh, psychologists, psychologists, there is a branch of psychology called positive psychology. Positive psychology. And, and, and so often, the, the science of psychology always focuses on uh, the negative issues uh, in, in people's lives. But positive psychology focuses on some of the positive things that people go through. And what positive psychologists did, they did a study and they wanted to see what was the cause of happiness. And it's very interesting what these psychologists discovered when they did empirical data. These aren't Christian psychologists. These aren't Adventist psychologists. But what they discovered is that how people are happy when they did their study is by helping other people. And so, so what they discovered is that if you want to be happy, if you want to take, uh, uh, get rid of these, these depressive thoughts that you have, you need to seek to help somebody else. Again, last week we looked at it in the story of Elijah when Elijah was in his cave of depression. Uh, what did God do to get him out of the cave? He says, you know what, Elijah? Uh, I'm going to feed you. I'm going to meet your, your bodily needs. I'm going to allow you to get some sleep. I'm going to allow you to talk about your problems. Uh, I'm going to speak to you. But what you need to do to get out of this cave of depression, I want you to go anoint Jehu. I want you to leave this cave. Get out of this cave of depression. And I want you to anoint Haziel. I want you to get up out of this cave of depression. And I want you to go and mentor Elisha. Stop thinking about your problems and take on responsibility in helping other people. So you need to, to take on new responsibilities helping uh, other people and then you need to another way to get out of depression is that you've got to engage in relaxing activities and brothers and sisters again Jesus said it best that you need to come rest a while and what you have to understand in your life that you've got to do some things that you just like to do 
You, 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 when, when you are getting depressive thoughts, if time can allow, you need to do something that helps you to feel a little bit better. My, my, my wife, my wife, I love my wife. Some of the things that she does, she's superwoman because she's working on her doctoral degree. She's working full time. Uh, and then she, she's a, a woman who, who I love, but she, she insists on cooking and cleaning. She, 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 she does not even like me to cook for certain reasons, but she doesn't even want her husband to cook. She wants to cook at home. Uh, and, but, but one of the things that my wife does to, 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 to relax is that she likes to paint sometimes. Now, now, me, now me, one of the things that I like to do is I like to play golf. And, and even though I'm not that good at playing golf, uh, it's very relaxing to go golfing. And, and I don't know what you're going through. Maybe you are going through a season of depression. The weight of the world is on your back. But it's good for you sometimes to do relaxing activities. Then what's very important is that you've got to practice an attitude of gratitude. Brothers and sisters, I know that life may not be the way you want it to be, but there is something that we can praise God about. I know that sometimes you may have to cry yourself to sleep at night. I know that you have to struggle to pay the bills. I know that it's tough at your place of employment, but there is something that you can praise God about. And what you have to understand when life is unfair, that you've got to sometimes wake up in the morning and you've got to put together a list. Uh, he woke me up this morning. He started me on my way. Uh, he allowed me to have a job. I have a car that works. I have food in the refrigerator. Uh, God has been good to me. And I'm not going to listen to the enemy. I'm not going to listen to the devil. Because God has been so good to me. I'm not going to focus on these depressive thoughts. I'm going to thank God for what he's done for me. Hasn't he been good to you? And see, that's what you got to do, brothers and sisters. When you have depressive thoughts going on in your head, you've got to pull out a sheet of paper and you've got to list all of the things that God has done in your life. Because I promise you, if you put that list together and you put together everything that God has done for you and all the bad things that are happening in your life, you'll discover that God has been good to you and I won't complain. That's the key, brothers and sisters. We've got to engage and, and practice an attitude of gratitude. But then finally... Today, the last point is that you've got to stay connected. You've got to stay connected. Again, you know, it's very fascinating. This was not a study done at Andrews University. This was not a study done at Loma Linda. This was not a study done at Oakwood or Southern, but studies that were done at Yale, at Harvard, at UCLA, you know what they said? They said that the mind that prays and meditates 
is a mind that's more healthier than people who do not pray and meditate. Uh, they said that, that a mind that, that, that individuals who pray and meditate, uh, they are able to cope with uh, depression better than those who do not. And it's, it's amazing, it's fascinating that even the world knows that there's power in prayer. And I know that you are going through a rough patch in your life. I know that life may not be fair, but what you have to understand, you have to stay connected to Jesus. Brothers and sisters, it's rough, it's difficult, but you've got to pray. The story is actually told one author. One author tells the true story. It's the book, The Life of Joseph. Uh, this author says that his garbage disposal was not working his wife every day would pester him that the garbage disposal was not working because this garbage disposal was not working the kitchen began to stink because of the food at the bottom of this garbage disposal finally uh, this author said you know what today I'm gonna fix the garbage disposal he got down on his knees and 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 he tried his best he got an allen wrench he turned the bottom of this garbage disposal but unfortunately it just would not work every time he turned on the switch and what this author said he was going to do you know what I'm going to completely detach this garbage disposal I'm going to take this garbage disposal apart and try to put it back together and try to fix it and what he said as he began to unscrew the screws he said you know what before I I do this let me unplug it from the power source and now as he moved the cleaning supplies out of the way to his surprise what he discovered is that this garbage disposal was not connected to a power source it was not plugged up and 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 when he plugged it up when he flipped the switch sure enough uh, that garbage at the bottom of this garbage disposal was able to pass all because it was finally connected to a power source so often in our life we experience toxic and 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 and, and uh, negative emotions so often in our life the devil will pass all this trashy thoughts through our head of depressive thoughts of, of thoughts that you're not good enough but it's only until we connect our lives to Jesus will it be able to pass this trash out of our minds I know that it's rough I know it's difficult but God says in his word he wants us to prosper and to be in good health he wants you not only to have physical health but he wants you to have mental health not only does he want you to have physical and mental health but he wants you to have relational health he wants you to have spiritual health and the only way that we can be the people that God has designed us to be we have to stay connected to him for you to get through these depressive thoughts and emotions you have to develop a healthy lifestyle you have to get a routine you have to challenge the negative thoughts don't rule out or rush to medication you've got to have spiritual friends 
Uh, you need to take on new responsibilities of helping one another. You need to engage in relaxing activities. You need to practice an attitude of gratitude and you have to stay connected to the Lord. Simple message today. You've heard the word of the Lord and you need special prayer and you want maybe the prayer team here at the Daughter of Zion Church to pray for your situation. All you simply have to do and, and tech team if you could put that slide up is, is to go to our website www.dozsda.com and all you have to do is scroll down and click on the special prayer tab. And uh, on this tab, you put in your information and you send this email out and your prayer request will go to the church. Maybe, maybe today, not only do you need special prayer, but maybe you're in need of baptism. Well, again, all you simply have to do is go to our website, www.dozsda.com, scroll down, and there's a tab that says baptism. And you can click on this tab and, and tell us that you want to be baptized. And someone from the church will reach out to you. And we'll begin to set it into motion for you to be in the next baptism. Brothers and sisters, again, the enemy wants to take away our happiness. He wants to take away our joy. But you've got to stay connected to the Lord. In a little while, we'll be going home. In a little while, he that shall come will come and he will not tarry. In a little while, all of this pain and depression will come to an end. In a little while, we'll see Jesus for ourselves. But the key is you've got to hold on to God's unchanging hand. He loves you with an everlasting love. He wants what's best for you. Keep the faith keep the faith let us pray heavenly father lord we want to thank you we thank you for loving us the way that you do we thank you for always seeking to help us and to pick us up you said in your word and there's someone who's listening to me today who needs to claim that passage of scripture found in psalms chapter 3 and verse 3 that you are our shield you are our glory. You are the one who can lift our heads up high. There's some individuals who their head is bent down low because they are suffering from toxic emotions and thoughts. But Father, help us to claim that promise that you can pick our heads up. You can encourage us during our seasons of depression. Help us, Father, because we need it not only take away these depressive thoughts and bad emotions lord we're asking that you touch our hearts so that we can be the people that you called us and designed us to be help us father to be saved in your kingdom help us lord to be the people you've called us and designed us to be so that when that great day comes we can live eternally with you this we pray in jesus name amen amen this time we will be blessed with another musical selection from kayla
seasoning to our worship service really appreciate her uh, she is of course a gospel artist 
And uh, you could definitely go on iTunes store and, and check out some of her music. Um, and I'm sure it's on that other Google, whatever that thing is called. But you know the real story is iTunes. But you could definitely check it out. We're really blessed here at the Daughter of Zion Church. We have so much talent here with Kayla and, and Monica Scobie, who's also a gospel artist, and Angel, Angel Davis, um, and of course, Mariah Dixon. I know her stuff is going to come out soon by the grace of God, but we're really blessed with the talent that we have here. I want to thank Caleb and Joshua, our young people, uh, who are on, of course, the piano and drums today. Really appreciate them as well as our tech team. But before we close out, we do want to remind you that today at 4 o'clock, our ambassadors ministries uh, led by Sister Woodard, Sonia Woodard. She has a uh, great program in store for us today at 4 o'clock. It will be on our YouTube uh, page, or should I say channel, and our Facebook page uh, at 4 o'clock on relationships, on relationships. And we have a special guest, uh, Damon Leggett. Uh, he will be with us talking to us about relationships. And of course, if you have any questions or you co comments, you can write in on the show as it's going on live. Uh, I know uh, Sister Witter is going to do a phenomenal job at 4 o'clock. Also, we do want to remind you, because this is a house of prayer, please, please, please uh, remember uh, Brother Vasquez in prayer. Please remember Sister Gertman in prayer. Please remember Sister Wilson. I definitely want a praise report. Uh, we're so blessed that Sister Cornish is out of the hospital. Uh, last Sabbath this time she was in the hospital, but God blessed her that she's out of the hospital, but continue to pray for her. Continue to pray for her. But at this time, let us, let us close with prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, again, we want to thank you for this opportunity that we had to worship you. Uh, we just ask that your spirit will continually dwell in our hearts beat back the attacks of the enemy uh, help us to uh, remember your promises and stand on your word and not these negative thoughts that the enemy tries to come our way so father keep us now as the sabbath continues this we pray in jesus name amen god bless you all keep the faith
faithful from the beginning uh. You found my pain You have been where I've been And I hear you say My shoes.